2: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
3: Good evening, it's Cormac and Searsha here on FM 104. Exactly exactly like the man said. Coming up tonight for you on the show, uh, what happened when scientists gave ketamine to a bunch of sheep? I'll explain a little bit more about that on Control-Alt to lead closer to 11 this evening. Also tonight, did you realise that you can sell your sweaty, stinky, smelly clothes online and make an absolute fortune? So uh, you're going to be hearing from one woman who is making an insane Amount of money, like you're absolutely not going to believe how much money that she's making. Uh, she'll be on uh, about nine forty this evening. It's about half an hour's time she's going to be on. She's from Holland. She will tell you exactly how much you make she's making. It's a staggering amount. Maybe she quit your job and follow suit as well. Also, there could be thirty six planets within our galaxy with intelligent life on them. That does make a change from Earth. Anyway, happy days. We'll be chatting to someone about that and whether or not you can expect to turn on the TV one day and see that aliens have arrived onto planet Earth uh, a little bit after 11 o'clock this evening. As always, you know the WhatsApp number. If you want to get in touch, say hello, get a shout out. 0876797104.
0: This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM104.
3: Okay, I don't want to start off the show on a bad note, but I'm going to have to.
1: Oh no! What's going on on a
3: Tuesday? I keep, for some reason, thinking that it is a Wednesday or a Thursday. But unfortunately, no, it is Tuesday. Lockdown wrecking with uh, wrecking our heads there completely, right? Um, yeah. Uh, we, we need to. I just want to mention this quickly, right? You might have heard this, but Beijing—it was the answer to that Instagram question that the lads had uh, someone on during the week and won a thousand quid, right? But you know what's also happening in Beijing? Beijing. No. The city is back on lockdown.
1: Oh, I've read something just before we came on yeah. air about that, but I didn't think yeah, it was yeah, back yeah, in lockdown.
3: Yeah, yeah. No. Back back in lockdown because of, of the coronavirus. After they were all like, we have got this sorted. Of, don't worry about it. They're like, oh, no, we need to do it. So uh, again, just a reminder, wash your face and wash your mouth out and, and wash your hands and wear your face mask. Because the last thing we want, as we mentioned, is Leo coming on saying, hey, we're back into phase one or phase minus four, right? But this is when it kind of gets a little bit weird. Cuz I was reading up on what has happened. And it okay. turns out that they've had 49 new cases and 36 were linked to another one of their kind of wet markets. It was linked to a, a seafood supermarket over in a, over in Beijing. And this is when it gets a little weirder as well, right? They're claiming they're claiming that the virus Got there. It was imported. That it came from Europe. They're trying to blame the countries of Europe on them getting the disease again. Blah blah blah. Right? But uh, so when it, like, what in the name of God goes on at these supermarkets or these these wet markets and these these markets over there? Right? Here's one of their kind of head sciencey people. Now, a, a ton of their officials have been fired because of the outbreak, and they've locked everyone back down in Beijing. So they've gone backwards over in Beijing, and they've been told to you know restrictions have been put back in place. So not a good time. Uh, over there in Beijing. We're still all right, but, you know, we've got to be smart about these things because there's not a chance I want to go back to uh, a previous phase, right? Let me read you something from the official epidemiologist with the Beijing city government, right? Obviously, he's the man who looks after... uh, the viruses and the the virus specialists, right? Um, They said it's not sure where this new outbreak has come from, but I quote, it is found that the the virus came from Europe and the preliminary assessment is that the virus came from overseas. So they're trying to say, oh, it's come from overseas, it's not us, right? But it's, it's not clear how this virus came into the market, adding that it might have come on contaminated meat or spread from the feces of people at the market. What? Is that not like, sorry... Sorry, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. What do you mean the feces of people that were at the market? What were they doing?
3: Doesn't even, doesn't even explain anything more. Doesn't even explain anything more. That's just like a throwaway comment in a ton of these articles and a ton of these statements that have been released. And I'm, I, I, okay, put my hand up. I've never been to China, never been to any of these markets, but I do not know what the toilet situation is like.
1: No, and I'm assuming they're not going to the toilet on the fish.
3: I'm going to assume that with you, Sia, and I know that our markets are slightly better. Like you don't go into a Gleason's or you don't go into a, a supermarket and kind of act a little bit odd and you know do your thing there in in the toilets or go to the toilet in the actual shop. So I, I don't know how exactly the coronavirus could have spread from the feces of people at the market. I don't know what the toilet situa- situation is like. If anyone is a, an expert in in this situation and might be able to shed some light on this, do get yeah, in touch and let us, us know. Yeah. But Come on now, China! Don't be wrecking it again for us.
1: Don't be wrecking it again for us. But do you know what? Weirdly enough, that you're talking about food and contamination and all the rest of it, I may or may not have food poisoned my auntie yesterday. <laughs> I
3: thought you were going to say you food poisoning yourself. So no. every few moments, you'll just hear Siersia dropping up on the mic and legging it. Like I'll we'll be back in a 2nd go. I actually feel is so there a bad. Why strange echo? Saoirse is doing the show from the toilet this evening. Very nice. Oh, my
1: God. Is there an echo? Because there could be. She could be here somewhere trying to absolutely kill me because what happened was I decided to make her burgers yesterday when she came yeah. over. I had already eaten, so I had, like, leftover pasta. Now, I thought I cooked the burgers properly, but she was up all night long getting sick and oh, no. vomiting through the other end as well. <laughs> I feel terrible. So today she had to not go to work and, I, and she literally is just lying in bed all day.
3: So you're poisoning her?
1: Yeah, I food poisoned her.
3: You can take a case against you now. You'd be screwed.
1: But I don't know how, because I definitely cooked the burgers properly and they were in the fridge and they were in date. I don't know.
3: I would have thought it's r- kind of more difficult to get food poisoning from red meat, is it not? Because I know That's chicken, I everyone find. loses their mind over chicken, you know, but is it... Can
1: Maybe you get Can you get food poisoning from chocolate if it's
3: gone off? Well, it's gone off, yeah.
1: Well, maybe she'd have gone off bar chocolate. That's
3: but that she would, said. Th- th- this doesn't fit the narrative in any way, shape or form because any of the chocolate in your house would not last long enough to ever be gone off.
1: But she didn't have it in my house. Ah, okay. She didn't have the chocolate in my house. Okay. But she had the burgers in my house and she said she had nothing else that day. Right. Okay. So I'm very confused. But she's blaming me and, you know, I never said I was a good cook but I would have thought I was clean. Yeah. But clearly I'm not. So sorry about that if she's listening. Mm. Traumatising day, not good for um, contamination and food and diseases.
3: Yeah. Um, so oh yeah, listen. I hope she's all right. Uh, Alan's have to send in a message of toilets in China. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Oh Alan. God. Uh, Chinese toilets are squat and go. Doubt the ones in the markets are anywhere near this clean. All right, that might make some more sense. There, They seem to be, if, if the picture that Alan sent in um, of the toilets over in China, they're kind of like, they are holes on the ground, basically. They're not urinals yeah. on the walls. They look like toilets' holes on the ground and don't seem too, uh and if they're not too clean, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Maybe that's how it happened. Maybe that's the, the toilet situation in some of the the poor areas around China where these markets are. But yeah, okay. Because again, if you've just tuned in, Beijing is back on lockdown. It is back on lockdown because they have new clusters uh, all linked back to uh, one particular fish market, where 36 of their 49 new cases has been traced back to, and they're basically saying, "No, no, I came from Europe." Listen, which which wouldn't wouldn't be surprising if it did, right? And I wonder if. Um, it was similar to, New Zealand had its two new cases after declaring itself free of COVID-19. They were like, ah, oh, we have two more. And the two more came because uh, two British people booked a flight and flew over and brought it with them.
1: It's just awful. Like, that. the thoughts of it going back to lockdown again, like proper lockdown, gives me anxiety. I really where would you get,
3: Yeah, where would you get the British screwing over an island like that in history? You know what I mean? Oh, you'd
1: never... Jesus, Daryl, we're best friends.
3: <laughs> what is it <laughs> with them happen. and Islands and London and just making sure the people can't do what they want to do? Um, right, okay, listen, Alan, thank you very much for that as well. Giving to uh, Daryl as well. Daryl said, Daryl, looking forward to the football back tomorrow. Yeah, the football is back tomorrow. My I, my God, that's going to be, um, you know, great news for a hell of a lot of people. Um, especially, you'll be able to get himself out of the house and down to, obviously not the pub, but maybe just downstairs or down to his mate's house and uh, he can watch the football and leave you in peace, so
1: yeah that's good actually that's very good for anyone yeah. that's um, cooped up with their other half that's driving them mental great yeah. news for you this weekend
3: You can have uh, maybe someone has one of those cheap projectors that you saw advertised on Facebook and uh, they can have a, a viewing out the back garden um, Lovely. Yeah. Uh, projected up on the wall the only thing which brings me to the next thing we need to chat about did you go outside today at all?
1: Uh, did I go outside today at all? I have to think about this one I did, I went to the shop
3: what time did you go to the shop at?
1: I went at about, I'd say, half two.
3: And how did it feel when you were outside?
1: It was really warm, actually, today, wasn't it?
3: But how else would you describe it? Yeah, clammy. Clammy is a good word.
1: Clammy, yeah.
3: Doesn't it feel as if there's going to be a thunderstorm?
1: Now, the sky did look a little bit overcast, but it was warm. But it looks fine now. I know there was meant to be a thunderstorm, but it's
3: it's not happening, I, I heard. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it is. Oh, it's still happening. Don't worry. It's happening this evening. I don't know. Have you ever experienced that? You know, if you're out for, maybe you're out for a walk right now or you've gone down to the shops, right? That clammy, sticky feeling. There's something different about it when you can just sense that it feels like there's going to be a massive storm. I don't know. You can nearly feel the electricity in the air. It just it, fe- it felt to me earlier on. You know when you're away on holidays, and then it would be sunny one moment, and then just explode in a massive thunder and lightning. R- yeah, there you go. Yeah, and it's crazy, right? Uh, I think it's going to happen this evening. Metair and are still saying that there's going to be thunderstorms this evening. All of Leinster is on thunderstorm morning Thunderwatch. watch. Um, so that could be coming. So if we go off the air because our houses are hit by a uh, lightning, then you'll know that could be a, a bad situation on the cars because it might actually be might actually be thunder this evening. So um, that's what Matt Earner predicted. If you're out and about, if you're out and about right now, just let us know if you get that tingling feeling. But I don't know if you've ever experienced that before. It just feels when you're outside that it's, it's something different. I don't know what it is. It feels as if there's going to be thunder and lightning this evening.
1: I kind of hope there is, though. That'd be something exciting to bring.
3: Bring to the day. But it... It could take us. It could take us off the air. Like if the power goes out in the whole place, there'll be not a chance. I'm looking. I'm just having a look here on Matt Aaron's website. Right? They are saying it'll be tonight. Um, rain and thunder, uh, and possibly some lightning. Right now, it doesn't say it's coming until about twelve o'clock this evening. So we might make it. But if that's any earlier, and like the whole of Dublin or a significant part of it gets electricity, go, we'll just be like, that's the end of that. So yeah, we'd be screwed. God, mm. like, is it going to be bad? Yeah. bad? Uh, I don't know. It just—it just feels as if there's definitely going to be something. Feels a little thundery. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay. Well, watch this space. Hopefully, it doesn't happen until after twelve when everyone's actually inside asleep.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you definitely didn't poison her. Uh, the incubation time isn't that short. Try what she ate the day before. Uh, no, but so that is the day to before. Your Dan, thanks it for that. Yesterday. Dan. It was Dan, yesterday. Was not talked to you. Oh, we have what? It was yesterday. So, yes, yeah, so yeah.
1: it was yesterday. So she said it happened. So I, I probably gave it to her at about five ish yesterday, and then it happened. Started happening at three in the morning.
3: Right. Okay. Okay. So something dodgy. But yeah. Uh, listen, Dan. Thanks for that. Long time no chat. Hope you're well. Um, where are Syrisha's burgers stored? Did you store your burgers with pre cooked meat?
1: No, I didn't. No, no, so, they were um, they were um, I'd say in the middle shelf. Now I only have a little fridge and now there is a problem with my fridge going not hot and cold, but if I put the temperature up a little bit high, everything freezes and if I turn it down a little bit it starts leaking. <laughs> I mean that could be the answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you've just been leaking raw chicken onto your burgers I've no idea why she got sick I just can't pinpoint it there
1: (laughs) No, but I didn't have any other meat around it, it was on its own and it was in a packet, like, covered and then it was only in there for about two hours before I actually made the burgers Mm. Now, I did actually think that possibly, when I was in the supermarket that, you know, if someone picked up the burgers themselves and put it in the basket and then decided, "Ah, I don't want them anymore and left them on a random shelf and they were mm. left out for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And then someone found them and put them back in the fridge. Could that do it? Surely that happens a lot.
3: I don't think, seriously you're going to be opening a restaurant anytime soon. That's I don't I'm think saying.
1: so <laughs> Look, I said I couldn't cook. I have a sign on my fridge that actually says, I kiss better than I cook. And it's true. So we're just <laughs> going to leave it at that.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Listen, um, thanks for that, uh, everyone who texted in. Uh, fingers crossed! You can keep us, we keep us updated, and make sure that your auntie doesn't <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> oh, that's good! That's good! That's good! Yeah, yeah, you nearly, you nearly killed me. Uh, charge your phone now, people. Um, that's a message in. Yeah, sorry. Um, Gary has said 9 a.m. tomorrow morning is the thunderstorms. Right, so here's where we get a little bit uh, confusing on Matt Aaron's website. They have said uh, tonight rather cloudy tonight, but there will be showers of rain in places overnight. Thank you very much. And then they said tomorrow. There will be showers tomorrow with the risk of the odd thundery shower. But they also say on there, you know the way they have the little graphs with like the pictures of the clouds and the oh, rain. Yeah. They say that that's coming this evening and also based on their Glass Nevin forecast. Now I don't know Gary if you're anywhere near Nevin, but apparently 12 o'clock, between 12 o'clock and 2am this evening, whether they haven't updated it, there's a risk of, well between 12 and 2 in the morning tonight into tomorrow morning, there's a risk of uh, thundery showers, and then from five a.m. Yeah, five a.m. to twelve tomorrow as well. So tonight and tomorrow morning, Gary. Actually, yeah. Thanks for that. So there seems to be a higher risk tomorrow morning at nine, which uh, Glad could I be won't fun. be up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Just
1: be getting the, to bed at sorry, that stage. Th- Yeah, exactly. But that's also the good thing about people not going to work at the moment. They don't have to worry about uh, thunderstorms or rain
3: or any of that stuff. And the also the other good thing is that there's no. There's no backup generators in your gaff, so if your power goes, you can just say, ah, thunder, couldn't work. Oh, yeah. Couldn't work, wasn't my fault.
1: God, that's a great idea. Oh, there's the rain now. Oh. Oh, is it lashing? I have the big big skylight open now. It's going to start pouring in here.
3: How are your little hands going to get up and reach
1: you? I have a big pole.
3: (laughs) An old poking pole.
1: I have a poking pole that pulls it open and closed. (laughs) Oh,
3: God. Oh, uh, brilliant. Well, listen, uh, maybe we'll have a bit of thunder. Maybe we'll be taken off the air. Who knows? Who knows? There'll be a bit of crack this evening. Still to come on the show, tons and tons of stuff. A man who thinks uh, there's 36 intelligent alien life civilizations on different planets in our galaxy. We'll be chatting to him a little bit later on. Also, the man who invented one of the first ever <clears throat> male vibrators. It's very rude, isn't it? A male vibrator. That, uh, he'll be on a little bit later on. And also, before 10 o'clock, a woman who is selling her disgustingly sweaty used socks shoes, clothes and underwear and she is making a staggering amount of money. She only started it in lockdown but she is making a staggering amount of money. You'll, you'll probably get sick as soon as you hear how much money she's making from this so you know you might have gone to college, you might be working 18 hour shifts, you might be in a warehouse just climbing your way to the top of the corporate ladder, maybe it's time to jump off and get yourself an OnlyFans account because it is a sick, sick amount of money. She's from Holland, she's a former ballerina and dancer and she'll be on, <coughs> on in about 20 minutes to explain exactly um, how she does and how much she's making.
2: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. It's
3: Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Still to come in about, uh, about 20 minutes' time, you're going to hear from someone who has made an absolute staggering amount of money from selling her sweaty used clothes online. Uh, it's primarily, I presume, men who are buying all these things. But there's a huge market and you will be sick to your stomach when you hear exactly how much money she's making. A staggering, a staggering uh, amount uh, of money. Um, getting back to a couple of the texts that came in before we get on. Yeah, I mean, can't you charge your phone now? Yeah, it's just out to the rain hour. I am here, northwest Dublin. Uh, we're looking forward to a few thunderstorms uh, this evening as well. So that seems to be on the cards tonight and tomorrow morning. So it could get a, could get a bit mad and blow out the... Uh, blow out the electricity here in the house, so who knows Who knows what'll happen, that'll keep us on our toes for the next while uh, Anyway um, Moving on, do we have a question for this evening, Saoirse?
1: Yes, we do, so one third of Irish adults still have what? Oh, that's a good one Hmm. Yes it is
3: uh, Both male and female, it's not men or women or
1: Yep, yeah, both adults, yep yeah.
3: And still have what, is it? Ooh still have uh, crippling insecurities from their teenage years in school.
1: (laughs) A lot of them do, yeah. That's probably correct and right, but I would say it's probably 100%. Um, Yeah. Not the answer I'm looking for. This is a physical thing, by the way. An item? Yes.
3: Hmm, okay. An item from their childhood.
1: You have to be specific now.
0: Hmm.
3: All right, okay. That's a good one. The question again, Saoirse?
1: One third of Irish adults still have
3: what? I have some ideas. I think I might have an idea about what it is. Maybe I don't. Who knows? Uh, but if you think you do and you'd like to have a guess here this evening, 087 6797 104. We'll take a couple of those guesses next.
2: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
3: Cormac and Saoirse here. Coming up a little bit later on on the show, I will explain to you exactly why scientists gave ketamine to sheep they weren't just hammered and did it for the crack there was an actual scientific research behind this so a little bit later on we'll be doing that also the woman who makes a huge amount of money selling her sweaty clothes online now though a
0: third
1: yes a third of irish adults still have what so what have you kept all this time i haven't kept this by the way
3: okay and it's a, it's, a, it's an item a yes. thing a thing Right, okay. Uh 0876797104. If you'd like to take a guess and maybe, you know, you look around at the things that you have from your from your childhood. Maybe you still have it on the Is it a big thing or a, sm- a small thing or can you say?
1: Um it's a small thing. Small but very significant.
3: Okay. Is it a love letter?
1: Ah, uh, now actually funny you say that. As I was cleaning the attic upstairs here, when I was creating the listicles this little studio I came across a box full of uh, I wouldn't say love letters but you know valentine's cards birthday cards from various boyfriends small (laughs) boxes actually it was huge Cormac thanks very much (laughs) and a lot of them went to a huge amount of effort to give me those giant cards you know to my amazing girlfriend I'll love you forever I actually had a book that I went out with a guy I actually feel really bad now Uh, he wrote a book for me when he was in 6th year and submitted it as part of his I don't know no he didn't English paper thing and it no, was he how didn't. he is going to marry me and have three children with me and all this stuff yeah so I still have a copy of that uh, my mom wouldn't let me throw that out she was like you need
3: to aye, aye, do you still now, have a copy of it?
1: I still have a copy of it yeah
3: is it in your house right now?
1: Um, it, sh- yeah but it's not like I could find it during a break I'm sure and I could read oh it no
3: I'm, I'm not saying to go and grab it right now but like could, could we yes. read some of it?
1: oh absolutely yeah
3: Oh, I would love, I'd love not? to read. I mean, it is Bloom's Day today. I was going to read from you know the 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 classic that was Ulysses. We could just read the entire show, read that for the entire show. But I think yours might be a bigger literary literary masterpiece. Did he I, name I the book? I think
1: it would. Um, he did name the book. Yeah, he did. And now, see, I'm really scared to say anything more about the actual book because he could be listening, and he is also now yeah, married. But just,
3: which is yeah, real just don't awkward. name him. Don't name him. And I'm sure he was, you know, rooting through his house and found all the knives that were in his back from you. And it's just like, <laughs> I hate you. Here's the one
1: uh, uh, when I was 14.
0: Uh, you I know one of me? those
1: boyfriends, like out of any boyfriend I ever had, he was just too nice. Like yeah. he was too nice and that's why I just couldn't cope. <laughs> he was just like, he did everything he was meant to do. He did everything right. He was just too nice. Um, so yeah, I'm so sorry. I did say sorry. I wrote to him when I heard he got married. And it was more of a, ah, I missed out. You you sent him a
3: nude and you were like, you wanted this, you can't have this, Well, actually,
1: funnily enough, I said we should meet for a coffee, you know. And he said, uh, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I don't know why. I mean, all I wanted was coffee. Meet
3: for a coffee. Girls are so harsh. Did you just want to see if you could tempt him? Tempt him away?
1: Oh, come on. He was married at this stage.
3: Yeah, but you have a book from him. him. you have a book (laughs) from him. His wife doesn't have a book. His wife has got bitter resentment from him. That's what he's got.
1: That's what I'm wondering. Maybe he put all of his energy into me, and then he got so heartbroken that now he'll never do any of that stuff for her. So imagine I came along yeah. and was like, "Well, I actually, say he cries
3: during sex as well." <laughs> do you think he's? And called then he hears me on wife, the radio, and he's like, "Thank yeah. God!"
1: <laughs> oh Jesus! Don't say that. I wonder
3: if that happens. Does that, happens. Ha- does that does happen? Does he have a kid or anything?
1: No, not yet.
3: No, no. I'm just wondering, like, would he name it after him? <laughs>
1: What are you trying to say? I'm not saying it. Oh saying Jesus! Uh, he could, yeah, he absolutely could. Will he though? Right. Probably not.
3: Right. It's not so exactly.
1: It's... it's not exactly a common name, really, is it?
3: Well, not too common. Maybe it's, uh, Sir Sharon has made it a little bit more um kind of popular in the last few years. Uh Harry, so yeah. Harry has said a love letter, and is that the correct answer then that you're looking for now? Uh, no, it's
1: not. It's Sorry, not answer. Sorry, the answer.
3: Sorry, Harry. Things.
1: But I'm sure everyone has kept a love letter. I haven't kept it though, it's just there. Like, I'm going to get a skip soon and throw everything out because it's just, I don't know why I still have it. Keep uh, the book. I might keep the book, but I'll, I'll get rid of the rest of the nonsense. Uh,
3: a few it. people are saying this now. A few people are saying two very popular answers that are coming in this evening uh, Is it their teddy bear?
1: Ah, I never had a teddy bear. Which is funny, and I remember being a child of maybe 11, maybe this is where my emotional detachment came from, I really wanted to be one of those kids that had a teddy they loved and couldn't go anywhere without and I used to have the teddies in my bed and then I'd throw them out because I couldn't cope with the they were just in my way I used to throw them mm. at the end of the bed and I wanted to be able yeah. to sleep with the teddies like all my friends did, uh, so I didn't have a teddy and it's not the answer
3: No. Oh, okay, sorry about this, that came in from Alan that came in from Darren Good and guess, also though. came in from Philip. Philip, sorry about that. Thanks for the text. Hope you're well. Um, let me see a few other ones. Okay, the other most popular answer here now, um, and this has come in from Holly and a few others. Holly sent this in, and so too did Keen. Keen, wants the story? How are you, sir? Um, and a few others right. Uh, their baby teeth. They're what? Their baby, baby teeth? teeth, like they, a third of adults have, have their baby teeth. I know. Yeah, loads of people who, who keep their their baby teeth.
1: That's really creepy. That's really creepy. Yeah. No, it's not. Why would you keep your teeth?
3: Loads of people have kept their first teeth. Like the first teeth that f- fell out.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't like that. That scares me. No, oh, I'm come glad on. my mum never did that. But you know what my mum did keep? And I saw it the other day in her house. When she has, you know, the books for all of us. When you yeah, open was the first the... page. The hair. She's like t- she basically cut off some of my hair and stuck it in a you know, one of the places where you put a picture.
3: Mothers do that and serial killers. Serial killers do that as well.
1: It's really creepy. Like, there was no need to do that. At least keep it in a little container or something. Don't just shove it into the sleeve. Hair floating all over the place.
3: So it's not baby teeth then?
1: No, it's not baby teeth.
3: Right, okay, okay. Well, listen, uh, what is the question again, if you've just tuned in?
1: The question is, one third of Irish adults still have what?
3: And it's an item from your childhood.
1: Yeah. Now Eric had just messaged me in and said, "Is it your first phone?" Not a bad oh. guess either. Uh, it's oh, that'd be amazing.
3: Answer. That was, mm. we should talk about that later as well. What was your first phone? And uh, that's always good, cool, correct to see what people had back in the day. Um, yes, okay. So not. a third, a third of adults, a third of you have this thing from your childhood. And um, is it bigger? Uh, can I ask you? Right. Well, no, no, maybe. We'll give, we'll give that clue out later. I was going to say, is it like your teenage years? You're keeping this from? Is it from? Um, maybe when you were a little bit younger than that. Anyway. So listen. It's something that a third of you are keeping from your childhood. If you think you know what it is, you just want to have a guest on this lovely rainy evening in Dublin.
2: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and sersha Long.
3: It's Cormac and sersha here on FM 104. Still to come on the show, why did scientists give ketamine to sheep? true story I'll explain more on that on control alt delete close to 11 o'clock and then in a few moments where you're going to be hearing from a woman who um has made a staggering amount of money selling her sweaty used smelly clothes online because you know what who needs a degree anymore or college you just need a, an only fancy account apparently so seriously the question quickly again before we must move on
1: the question is one third of irish adults still have what
3: Right, okay, we've had a lot of messages coming in. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four WhatsApp us. It's free, obviously, and, and we'll give you a shout out tonight as well. Uh Keen and a lot of other people said is it baby teeth? We've had is it a blanket, is, it, is it a teddy? <laughs> I love this one in from Aaron. Aaron, who's out in rainy, beautiful blanche at the moment. Um is it an umbilical cord?
1: Oh stop, that's disgusting. <laughs>
3: Aaron, oh did you my keep God was your umbilical cord kept? Do many people do that? Like I've heard of some people eating the placenta as a thing to do, and I'm kinda like, okay, that's that's disgusting. Do people keep the umbilical cord along with I the teeth so. and the hair?
1: No, stop. Oh, that's so weird, isn't
3: it? Yeah, Aaron, did you do that now? Let us know. Do you have your umbilical cord, Aaron? That'd be amazing. <laughs>
1: Imagine he had it framed beside his bed. <laughs> oh no, that's weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, here's my before and after Ooh, umbilical cord. No I'm Aaron. Um Jacinta has just said,
1: is it Doll and Pram? Now, I did keep one of my um, very scary wooden dolls that um, would be perfect for a horror film these days. I did keep that, uh, but it's not the answer, no.
3: Okay, so we've kind of ran through everything. Let me give you a bit of a a clearer clue, right? So um, is it something from your teenage years that you keep?
1: No, so this is something from your young childhood. This is something that is still current today with kids. This wasn't uh, like a toy or a that fad, was cool or something back then. Yeah, um, I would say it's pretty essential. To be honest, um, it's small. I don't know why you would keep this though.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: I, I don't know anyone that's kept this.
3: Okay, I think, I think Megan has gotten it bang on. If it's not Megan, it's uh, her fellow who's robbing her phone all the time to text in the show. Megan has said something in particular. She has said, is it a soother?
1: Is it a soother? Yes, it is a soother. Yes.
3: you on, Megan.
1: So one Go third on, of Irish adults keep or have kept their soother. Soother? Soother. Why?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Megan, do you still have yours? And if you still have yours, do you sleep with it at night secretly when no one's looking? You just pull it out of the drawer and you're
0: like, oh, wow.
1: Yeah, like, I, I just find that really strange to keep. Maybe, I mean, if you were stuck to your soother as a child and you had to give it away, you know, the they usually said, okay, we're going to give it to Santa or something. But, um, I mean, yeah. if you didn't give it to Santa and you still had it.
0: mm
3: I wonder how many people have a well, obviously you've said a third, but I wonder if you're listening now, do you have your soother or would you keep your child soother? Let us know, will you? Drop us a WhatsApp. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four. Bit of a bit of a strange one. but maybe mm, not as strange as Aaron's umbilical cord.
1: No, no. I don't think any of them unless you've washed it properly, are very hygienic.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So there you so, go. A third of you, you are a third of you are keep keep your um soothers from childhood. So happy days cheers if you text in and welcome to megan for getting that correct and right on the way next you're going to hear from a woman from holland she makes a huge just even try and guess how much money she is making per month selling sweaty smelly socks shoes clothes t-shirts and underwear via her only fans account only started doing this a couple of months ago when lockdown kicked in and uh, she's been turning heads the amount of money she is making, staggering amount. Uh, we'll be going to her next and she'll let you know how much she's doing it, why she's doing it and is this like <laughs> a beautiful new career. And would you be able to do something similar? Who knows? You can quit the job and start selling smelly clothes on uh, OnlyFans, right? That's on the way next.
2: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Search Long.
3: Cormac and here. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, um, one of the things we try and bring you is just different ways that you can make money online
1: yeah we do actually and I mean we've talked about people who sell their bath water I actually planned to maybe set up an account where I tried to sell underwear and stuff like that but it never really happened because I couldn't find anyone that was actually doing it and making money from it I know there was kind of talk of people doing that a few years ago but I thought that died out a little bit so I kind of forgot about it but I want to do it as an experiment and then maybe possibly just send the money over to a charity that you know
3: no, don't even try and should throw the charity angle in at the end of it seriously. We're just trying to. It depends on
1: how much I'd make. Like I don't <laughs> know how smelly I am. I don't know how, how much people would actually pay for used underwear from pennies.
3: <clears throat> which is which is fair enough, right? So we're always trying to see you hear these amazing stories about people who make so much money online and you're kind of like, Is it actually true? What's going on? Do people like buying things like it used shoes or used underwear and like is it even worth your while we finally gotten in touch with someone who was doing this and making a staggering staggering amount of money online she's a former ballerina she's joining us from uh the netherlands currently so we'd love uh, delighted to welcome to the show jayla vonk jayla how are you
4: i'm very well thank you <laughs> how are you doing <laughs>
3: We, um, we're doing well, fingers crossed, you can give us a masterclass in, in what you're doing online, but for for people who haven't seen this story and don't know what you're doing, um, what are you selling online and how much are you making?
4: Um, okay, so I, um, oh, I'm a foreign ballerina and, um, since the, the lockdown, I couldn't do the job anymore, uh, or, oh, well, um, actually at this moment, like half a year mm. ago, I was still, um. Uh, being a go-go dancer in various clubs around the world. And, uh, yeah, since the lockdown, um, of course, I couldn't do the job anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I started with uh, a platform called uh, OnlyFans. And um, here you can sell, uh, yeah, your content and you can... uh, Well, what I'm doing is um, I'm selling... uh, yeah, my pictures, my videos. And uh, besides that, a lot of people are asking me uh, for my youth um, underwear, my youth uh, socks, my youth shoes. And uh, yeah, this is what I'm selling. And uh, surprisingly, I'm making very good money with it, which I had never expected. How yeah.
1: much are you making a month?
4: Yeah, well, right now it's like 100,000 euros a month, which is crazy, what? which I never... Yeah, I never, <laughs> I never made this like... A with month? dancing, of course, yeah, a month it's,
3: it's crazy. What? <laughs> I like two pairs of old shoes sitting in the in the in the in the boot of my car. Is there any chance? <laughs> Even fifty grand a month, I take.
4: My God! Yeah, you can try it. I mean, <laughs> like I, I, I actually well, the thing was, I never really thought of selling it, but just I got so many requests, and I was like, yeah, why not? I can try to sell it. So yeah, I really made a business out of it, and. Yeah, the people, they like it. Like, the smellier, the better. <laughs> I don't want to... I want to spare you the details, but... <laughs> oh um, yeah, God. so they like me to work out and then send... And I'm sealing it in a plastic... Yeah, in sort of like a plastic bag, I'm sealing it. <laughs> so it uh, remains all the, you know, the smell. <laughs> and uh, then I'm just sending it to them and I'm adding, a, like, a little picture with it so they know it's mine and yeah. not some other yeah some other guy for example and you know so they know it's really mine and i'm sending it and uh, yeah they apparently really love it and going super well <laughs> and what
1: exactly are you selling so you're selling your your
4: underwear yes yeah, i'm sending yeah i'm sending it my used underwear uh, my used shoes because apparently there's a Big food fetish community that really are interested in those those things that uh, like interested in speed pictures and yeah in used items like their socks and shoes and uh, yeah and they per- prefer to have it really smelly so that's no problem for me. Do you know what's, <laughs> you know what's it so interesting? And, yeah, I, I'm <laughs>
1: sitting here and last night like my shoes get so smelly it's disgusting so I've started yeah. looking up ways to obviously you know stop the smell of you know used shoes so I've been putting yeah. tea
4: bags in I just had to sell them <laughs> I could have been like, sitting yeah. on a fortune <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what when I say what I say like yeah really have to steal them because if you just send them without sealing them, then you know the smell the smell can go away like right, when yeah. when they get sent. So you really have to maintain the, the smell.
3: There's quality <laughs> control sorry. measures yeah. you have to take, yeah. I mean you can't <laughs> yeah. just be just selling them in a in an envelope or a letter. You have to kinda seal this yeah. properly. This is fascinating. Yeah. So uh, how yeah. much are you selling a pair of socks for?
4: Okay, so let me see. Like a pair of socks actually um I made it a little bit more expensive now because of the lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. It's a bit difficult because I'm living in in Holland, and like eighty percent of my clients that are buying my use uh, underwear and socks, they're from the states. So uh, it's a little bit more expensive to send it, especially with the lockdown, yeah. because some uh, companies, you know, they, they 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 have less people working. Mm. So uh, for example, a pair of socks, I I sell them everything included, like with the with the costs of sending, they're like a hundred up to $150 so yeah and the same with underwear shoes I sell more expensive because of course I have to buy them as well before and you know like they're more expensive as well so it can be up to like $250 so yeah you're
1: not buying designer shoes to wear, you're buying no, shoes. No, I,
4: want to, I shoes. want to keep the designer shoes for myself, but yeah, no, I'm <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I'm just buying like random uh, sports shoes.
3: So no one, Susha, is laughing at people going to Penny's now. Maybe the reason there was so many queues <laughs> is because they're all on OnlyFans and they're you know, yeah. going to our Penny's is our de- big department store over here, which uh, opened up <laughs> a couple of days ago after being, yeah. after being closed. So, How many items are you selling a month?
4: Yeah, it it depends because every month, like the first month of the lockdown, it was already like more, but then the second month it got even more. And actually, yeah, it's it's like... Every month that's, that's, that's coming, I'm selling more items. So, yeah, you can count it out like the, what I'm making. And then, yeah, I'm selling a lot of items, yeah. So this is just a full-time the, job. Yeah, it is. People down in the post actually. office must,
3: must know you on a first-name basis now. I'm just trying to think. Like, <laughs> <100, 000 laughs> yes, exactly. They you give me a discount. Million. They should. You should be <laughs> yeah. a loyal member. So you're selling yes, like, close exactly. to... Five hundred items in and around five hundred items per month. um Yeah. So it you, you, you must be busy. So what's your typical kind of week or your day looking like? You have to go out and buy a lot of stock, wear it, exercise yeah. in it, make sure it's all smelly. Like how do you manage? All exactly. That?
4: Okay. So I'm normally I don't go to the store myself. I just buy everything online all the new items so I get them all online and then yeah what I'm doing for example somebody wants to buy my used underwear so I'm putting on the underwear and then uh, I'm working out now because still the gyms are closed so I have to do everything at home so I'm just working out uh, outside at my in my house like where's my house or inside and just like doing a lot of cardio <laughs> until I get very sweaty and uh, well that's and then yeah that's already done and then I'm making a picture with it and then I have various items ready and then I call the pickup service and they, uh, they come to pick everything up <laughs> so yeah it's like this actually
1: so this only happened during lockdown you weren't doing this before lockdown
4: yeah I did it a little bit already but then at lockdown I got a lot of more requests I think because you know people they got uh, <laughs> they got bored and they're they at their, at their homes, and they don't know what to, they didn't know what to do. And then, yeah, they went to my OnlyFans page, and uh, they saw that you know I'm selling this as well. I was starting more with like selling pictures and videos before lockdown, and then I started a little bit with just before lockdown with selling the items. And then when the lockdown started, the business got really booming. <laughs>
1: So are you going to give up your dancing now and just do this full time?
4: Yes, I think so. (laughs) I mean, I really love dancing and I will do it definitely as a hobby still, but... Yeah, I'm already 36 as well. So uh, there's a moment that you, you have to choose or to, be a, or to stay a dancer or to sell used item. <laughs> so, if you don't no, have to um, leave
1: your home and you can make 75,000 or 100,000 yeah, euro a yeah, month... I, I, I can
4: go leave. wherever I want to as well. I can travel and, you know, like you can sell it from everywhere around the world if there's... You know, if you have a good um, service that can, can send items to the clients, you can go everywhere.
3: Yeah, that's, um, I Four suppose... Months. The the dream in many ways. Yes, I'm Seriously. sorry. I'm just signing up to an OnlyFans account right now with my <laughs> yeah. uh, dirty, dirty socks. I
4: don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm genuinely, yeah. I'm speechless. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Or to be honest, because I had no idea that would be such a success. I mean, I I just tried it, and uh, yeah. I'm very happy with it.
3: Before obviously the lockdown came in like did you have a, a big social media following? Like what what are your kind of platforms like?
4: Well, I have my main Instagram account and uh Jayla Funk and then I have some other one other ones as a backup as well because the bigger your audience gets on well on your social media the more reports you maybe get as well so I had to have some backup accounts as well so I have uh, that's my main social media my Instagram and then I have a Twitter account as well and I have a Facebook account and I have two YouTube's account and I have a TikTok <laughs> so yeah I'm sort of like everywhere but my main one is my Instagram one so now I have like 453,000 people on my Instagram one like the main one and again I have my Twitter with 260,000 as well I had to build the audience. Like it took me for for like two years or something to build the audience on my Instagram account. Mm. And now I know this yeah. is
1: probably a very personal question, but do you have a partner? Because I can imagine a lot of people might be very jealous if their yeah. partner was. Doing I do this. have a
4: partner. I do, <laughs> and uh, and you now he's very. O- we're very open uh, with each other, and we trust each other hundred percent. So. Um, no, he's, he's not jealous with it. He thinks it's actually very funny <laughs> like what I'm doing right now and he's very happy with it and I'm making such a, such a good money with it. So no, he's not jealous. But I know that lots of people... Could be jealous with if yeah they would be in in his position.
3: Well, if I was in that <laughs> position, I'd be celebrating as well. I was like, neither of us are working ever again. <laughs> yeah, he, he, exactly. he can look after your he can look after your admin and your postage and packaging and yeah. stuff like that. And, and there you yeah. go. And just do that. Sometimes from the beach. he's making
4: and, jokes as well, and he's like, "Why? Why can we like, sell my underwear? Nobody would know it." You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> ah, <that's laughs> like, funny. well, you have a different size than I have, <laughs> yeah.
3: So, so yeah, I take it the majority of your customers online. Are are men?
4: Yeah, almost like a hundred percent. I, I mean, I might have two girls in my only fan, it's like almost a hundred percent are are men. Yeah.
3: God, like what are it's women willing bizarre. to pay for?
4: I wouldn't pay for it, but that's my, my opinion. I mean, I mean, me as a girl, I wouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, everybody, yeah, has his own uh, prefer preferences. So. I'm just
1: obsessed with being clean. I love clean things. I love the smell. Yeah, me, clean too. And, <laughs> me right, too. Clean clothes. So, I, like yeah, the thoughts yeah. of someone else's smelly underwear i mean you know we've all been living with people before where you know you find their you know clothes in the washing machine it's still not washed yet and you open it and you're like oh the smell and that's not even my smell
4: they feel like if they have your like a used item they they feel more like they're more you're more personal i'm so far away but i'm sort of like their idol and now when they have like a piece of item of me it's like maybe they feel like I'm a little bit with them or something <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's a probably. bit weird but yeah
1: yeah do you ever get people that say it's not smelly
4: enough? No, I haven't had any complaints at the moment. <laughs> I think I'm doing a good job with uh, working out so much in it.
3: <laughs> but it's going to be it's going to be so funny because you're at such a huge scale already—a hundred thousand euro per month selling yeah. you, used yeah. and smelly and sweaty shoes, yeah. socks, underwear. Right? That yeah. you, you might get to a point where you'll need like a whole customer service department.
4: To you know? I do think so, yeah. People. Yeah, or I need like a, like a proper store or something. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would like to enter the store, though. I need to have like something <laughs> on their nose, you know. <laughs> I don't mind working for you. I'll be your admin. Now, yeah. I, yeah. I, I will do all that. Yeah. I don't mind. If you yeah. pay me yes. uh, 10%. I will contract you, yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
4: that will be a good idea for, uh, yeah, maybe in the future when I cannot handle it myself. I will definitely uh, need people to help me me <laughs> out
3: this yeah. is insane, though. This is absolutely insane. I mean, it, it's yeah. a it's staggering amount of money from, from something, so you, you'd never think of coming up with an idea like this and now, obviously, hundred no. no. grand a month. You'd be on course to make well, over a million quid this year. I imagine, Like, have you ever seen that am- amount of money ever in your life?
4: Never, no. <laughs> I mean, if for me to be a go-go dancer, I made like eight pounds uh, a night of, of dancing in weekends in a venue. Yeah. So, in comparison with this, uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> to, to be a dentist, nothing. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, no. for me, that was already good money and yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so now I can I can look for buying a house, which I, I would never imagine actually that I, that I would ever buy a house. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's amazing.
3: So so there you go. Kids, don't go to college. Just put on some cheap clothes, <laughs> exercise a lot and set up an OnlyFans account.
4: Excellent. Just buy your used, uh, <laughs> your use items. <laughs> yeah.
3: God, I mean, have you, have you have you have you told friends and family about this? Like, have you gotten any like no, criticism I haven't or? Told
4: everyone. I mean, I'm, my mom. She's living with me, and she has her own o- her own OnlyFans account. But no, she's just telling she the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is 59, and she has her own OnlyFans account. Actually, because I talked her into it, because yeah, she saw how much money I was making, and so she's now she's still building the audience on her Instagram. So what what she does is like she's building the audience on her Instagram, and then little by little she's taking them to to her OnlyFans account, and then from then, like when she has a proper fan base, then she will also try to sell the the items, the worn items, which I'm doing.
3: Um, what is she doing? What is she looking to sell on her OnlyFans?
4: At this moment, she's selling her um, yeah, erotic pictures and videos. Yeah, I mean, if you still have it flaunted, that's what I say. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying as well. And she's super confident, and people are are yes. Now she has uh, thirteen thousand people on her Instagram, and she started with it like a month ago.
3: So give her a plug there on the yeah. radio. What's what's her
4: Instagram? Her Instagram is Beebe B I B I B R O O K. B B bro. B B Brook. Yeah. Yeah. B B Brooke,
3: Oh, yeah. see, see, I give her. Yeah. We'll give her a follow for the crap. <laughs> yeah, we'll Here follow we her.
4: Yeah. Yes, that would be amazing if you can show her some love. Yes. <laughs> oh my I God! God. Yours I is think there With four
3: hundred and sixty-three thousand, this is ridiculous.
4: But like, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you be happy? I mean, you're doing it
1: not because you're you're being forced to do it. You're doing this on your own accord. You're making yeah. huge money. You're sitting at yeah. home. You don't have to leave your house. And uh, no, exactly. Like, I mean, a job. I, I feel. I feel so hard done well, by. <laughs> Even I
0: talking on the radio is not a
1: proper
4: job. <laughs> yeah, You're I mean, like I'm, I'm, I was always used to to work hard, like uh, like with the dancing jobs and and my dancing school. I was doing like my my Royal Conservatory where I studied. I studied so hard there, and uh, and it was, it, which was really nice. I I'd never regret. Of course, I love I love to be dancer. But then I would never imagine me doing this right now. And you, you can, yeah, what you you can just do it from home and you can make your own hours. You're not working for anyone. So, yeah, it's, it's great.
3: We're all in the wrong game, I think, Saoirse. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I'm serious. This. I
1: think mean, after the show, we need to like, think of how we can team up here and uh, make, make some actual money.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I think so. We'll yeah. get everyone on F104 to set up an OnlyFans account and we can save the radio industry one pair of sweaty boxes at a time. <laughs> Yes. Your job, your exactly. job done lads if sales yeah. get wind of this they won't know what's going on my god no. well, well listen uh, Jayla <laughs> thanks a million obviously for for giving up your time this evening um, time
4: you're very it's, welcome
3: it, it, it's insane it, your Instagram account I- again is
4: jayla Funk I will spell it oh it's at Y-A-E-L-A and then underscore V-O-N-K jayla Funk it's a little bit difficult so <laughs> i spelling it yeah
3: <laughs> We'll um, we'll definitely share it out through our socials anyway. But listen, it's been an absolute pleasure and an inspiration. Thanks for giving up your time on FM104 this evening. Thank
4: you so much.